The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. It is AEM Springfield. Let's say good morning to Congressman Rodney Davis. How are you? I'm doing great, Sam. How are you guys? Fine, thank you. Where are you at this morning as we are saying hello? I'm driving on a very bumpy and need of rehabilitation, Route 48, <laughs> driving through Palmer, Illinois right now. Uh, then you're going to work your way from Palmer down through Morrisonville to Raymond and somewhere else, right? Uh, yep. Ah, good for you. And end up in Jerseyville. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Good for you. Hey, are you meeting with Andy Ezard over there today by chance in Jacksonville? I will I will be seeing Andy. I'm actually writing him and his wife, Janessa, thank you right now uh, as I speak to you. Uh, what a good man. I've not talked to him. Well, we usually try to have lunch three or four times. We've not done that for a while, man. Him and your good buddy, Mark Kelly, still looking for his boat. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a good friend of Mayor Ezard over there, and uh, Ezard's always over to shop on Main Street. Okay, my friend, we have talked. It is an incredible, incredible time. First of all, your reaction uh, to the leaked memo, that's unbelievable that something like that would happen. And I, I don't know why people are surprised that the Supreme Court, knowing its present makeup, was probably going to maybe, although I'm not sure that's the final uh, version, walk me through it. Are you surprised at the reaction at all or uh, about the leak? How much does that concern you? Well, I, I am surprised about the leak. The leak concerns me a lot. I think it, it directly impacts the faith that Americans have in our institutions. And I think it's, I, I don't have any inside information, but I would bet it was probably a, a clerk for a liberal justice who, you know, thinks that he or she will be rewarded as, as brave um, for, for doing something like this, when frankly, they should be disbarred. And if, if it's criminal and the leak of classified information, they should be prosecuted. Uh, but the bottom line is, I'm not surprised by this decision. I like this decision as a pro-life member of Congress. Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't do anything to reduce the number of abortions in a state like Illinois that uses taxpayer funding to provide for that, that procedure. And we've got to elect a Republican governor. We've got to elect Republicans in the state house to really change things here in Illinois. In your campaign, how much does it bother you and concern you where they're being, you're being accused of not being a true conservative? Oh, I, I, I've been accused of not being a true conservative by people since, since I started running for office. Um, and that happens. But as, as I mentioned to folks, um, you know, every individual has their own view of what is a conservative principle uh, that day. And I, I'm never going to be able to reach their viewpoint. But in the end, I'm just going to be me. I'm somebody who's a conservative. I uh, never sacrifice my core values and principles. I stand up for life. I stand up for the Second Amendment. Uh, but I also govern. And, and that makes some people upset. And, and they try to then label you something that you're not. Uh, you've seen me in this district that I've been running in where it was drawn for a Democrat. I mean, you, you would see one day I'd be accused of being some rabid conservative that was, uh, you know, under the, under the coat of President Trump. And then the next day, I'm being accused by some in my own party of, 
of being not conservative enough. I'll just stick with being me, Sam. Let's talk about Ukraine. Are we on the right track there as a country? Could we be doing more? Should we have done more earlier as far as giving them what they need to defend themselves? Yes, we should have done a lot more earlier. They should have gotten more weapons from the United States. We could have backfilled uh, NATO allies like Poland when it comes to fighter jets that Ukrainian pilots already know how to fly. And these are the decisions that I think were crucial in the beginning that the Biden administration did not succeed on, on making. Uh, now we're providing them more weaponry, and I'm, I'm glad the Ukrainians are still bravely fighting for their country. Uh, we should do more. Um, my, my thoughts have always been with this co- conflict that Vladimir Putin, he views the world still in that post-Cold War era uh, where the Russian, you know, the, the Russian Federation it used to be the Soviet Union, and I think he wants those Soviet republics back under Russian control. Uh, he's not going to stop. And if we don't provide the Ukrainians the weapons, I'm afraid he'll invade a NATO country, and then U.S. troops are going to have to to fight for uh, to fight against Vladimir Putin's aggression. And I don't want to see that happen. Uh, Congressman, what's going on? Iran is now all of a sudden getting very bold. China, of course, uh, looking very close at possibly Taiwan. Uh, Putin, of course, thinking about expanding and wanting to go back. And you're right, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania are only three, and then the NATO countries are next. What has caused these people? I'm not. I'm, I don't know if they perceive a, a lack of strength or leadership among American people. What's behind all this? Remember, dictators like Vladimir Putin and, uh, and and President Xi, they only look for weakness. And when they see weakness, they will act in what is in their best interest uh, and their individual best interest. Uh, we saw that with Ukraine when President Biden mentioned that oh, it's just a minor incursion would be okay. No. Imagine if somebody said a minor incursion into the United States would be okay. It's not okay. We've got to stand up and use the Reagan doctrine of peace through strength, and the Biden administration doesn't do that. And what world leaders see, what world leaders see is they they see the craziness of of, of liberals protesting and threatening Supreme Court justices. Uh, They have such a control on their own branches of government that they laugh at our freedoms. But then our freedoms are are, are just mocked by people doing something like that over the weekend at Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Roberts' house. Tell me about the border situation. People think because of Ukraine and inflation and everything else that that the borders are much more challenging, much more of a problem than people were made aware of. You talk to uh, representatives, members of Congress, senators who are involved very much on the borders. Is that complete chaos at the moment? Oh, it, it is complete chaos, and it's been chaos long before Vladimir Putin decided to, to fully invade Ukraine. Uh, this has been something that the Biden administration has failed to address for almost two years now. Uh, I've been to the border, and it is worse than what you can imagine. You know, I judge the size of communities in, in Illinois uh, and, and elsewhere by what bracket they're in in high school football playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So my, my hometown of Taylorville, about 11,000 people. We're 4A, 5A sometimes. Well, recently there were 11,000 migrants living under one bridge in the Del Rio sector of Texas. 11,000 people under one bridge. That's the size of my hometown of Taylorville. 
This isn't a small community. This isn't a small problem. And what's happening is these people are being trafficked by drug cartels. They are, a, unfortunately, a value-add commodity to drug cartels because they smuggle people across one part of the Rio Grande for money to do so. And then in another part of the Rio Grande, while the, the, the Customs and Border Patrol agents are tied up with people, they run meth, they run heroin, they run the, the fentanyl and the drugs up, in, up into our communities uh, once they cross the border into Texas. Inflation, totally out of control. Gas prices, people blaming all of that on Ukraine. I kind of remember those things were heading in a spiraling upwards well before the invasion at Ukraine. Hey, you, your memory this time has not failed you, Sam. Uh, it, it is exactly true that inflation, rising prices was happening long before Vladimir Putin decided to, to make his fateful invasion. And the Biden administration, you know, their, their response is go buy an electric car. Well, you know, a lot of people would like to buy an electric car if they can afford it, but they can't get them. And it, it's just, it just shows you just the, the lack of humility that this administration has. And I believe they want high gas prices. I believe they want to move people away from, from, uh, from trucks like I drive and trucks like many of my constituents drive, all for their own political agenda rather than what's best for the pocketbooks of families here in Illinois. Congressman Rodney Davis, let's talk about that GOP primary, especially for governor. Uh, is how challenging is it going to be for the winner of that, whoever it might be, whoever it might be, to unite the party and make a credible showing in November? That's been my message everywhere I go. You know, we're going to have primaries. We always do. But in the end, we've got to rally behind whomever the candidate is. And I think any of our candidates can beat J.B. Pritzker. Um, we've got to continue to make sure that we have the resources available to fight his his hundreds of millions of dollars. And, and that means I, I certainly hope we go out and pick the best candidates up and down the ticket. Sam, I think I think this could be another 1994. I think Republicans can win statewide offices up and down the ticket. I think we can we can win seats in the House and win seats in the Senate in Springfield. Uh, and I'm going to tell you my job as soon as my primary is done on June 28th. Come June 29th, my job is to make sure we elect more Republican members of Congress in this gerrymandered map that those Springfield Democrats gave us, and we're going to do that. Congressman Rodney Davis, as always, thanks for your time, my friend. I'm not sure we'll visit with you before. We might, the primary, but if not, we'll certainly see you at the Illinois State Fair. Absolutely. Tell Kelly, I want to see that boat. (laughs) So does Kelly. (laughs) Have Have a good day. Thanks, Rodney. Appreciate it. You too, buddy. See you guys. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.